probably it's probably catching all this now. Why is it doing that? Hello, everyone. Did you just hear what we were saying? This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister with Hass McCook. Yeah, I'm in Sydney, baby. Just got off the plane. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is October the 16th, 2019. If you're in the United States, it's like 15 hour difference here and I haven't slept much. So it's the next day here in Sydney. Pound that like button. Strong hand, long-term thinking. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Offended by selling, unconfiscatable. Conviction, be a unique beast. Relentless. Your home for insider information. Hasma Cook is here. Hello, my elite friends. Oh, yeah, this is the jet lag show, baby. We're going to make it real special, real memorable for you. Uh, remember, if you got questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. I can answer your questions. And, and Has can answer your questions, too, maybe. Um, play this video at 2x if you're watching it late. Hey, I wanted to say yesterday's show was taped. and But still, we got super chats. You can do super chats. Colonel Swan Jr. sent 10 bucks. He says, centralized authority need not apply. Pound that like button, dude. Opset classified uh, also sent us some support yesterday. So thanks a lot. So has picked me up from the airport. Thank you very much, man. And um, we were talking about story signatures of all, all, all things. Um, and uh, the increased level of uh, multi-sig that's coming. So, 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 so talk about what that means for the financial aspects for uh, – Custodial accounts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, uh, so Adam and I were having a, a chat in the car on the way back from the airport, and I was hashing out an idea with him about uh, uh, analogizing uh, Bitcoin to a startup company. So, uh, every company has a particular valuation, and people invest uh, in a company uh, uh, based on expected return, uh, uh, based on a something they model and assign a valuation. So, in the very, very early days of Bitcoin. Uh, the end, the end game of Bitcoin was a was a huge end game. But in 2011, Bitcoin was uh, effectively uh, useless. Uh, its its uh, value proposition uh, in 2011 was was full of promise, but the actual utility you could extract out of Bitcoin in 2011 uh, wasn't that much. Now, as infrastructure uh, started to get built, uh, you know, hardware wallets, uh, ASIC miners, uh, exchanges, and all that kind of stuff, Bitcoin's uh, utility uh, increased, uh, you know, thereby drawing in uh, more yearly investment. So, at, a, at the current price of about eight thousand uh, bucks, you'd need uh, three billion dollars of investment between now and the halving to absorb. Uh, all of the all of Bitcoin's supply. So on a yearly basis, about six billion. Uh, based on my valuation uh, of Bitcoin and where it's at in the current state of infrastructure with Lightning and whatnot, uh, you know, I can see it being worthy of about ten billion dollars uh, a year of investment, which would which would put the coin price at, at about twelve grand now and about twenty four grand uh, post halving. But now what we were saying with uh, with Schnorr signatures. Now, one of the things Schnorr uh, allows uh, is a massively multiple uh, M of N multi-sig uh, uh, setup. Whereas if you have a, a 90 of 100 M of N setup, it's the it's the, carries the same load on the network as a as a single uh, as a single sig key. So in terms of a value proposition uh, of Bitcoin, 
If you're a big uh, custodian or traditional bank, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, Fidelity, whatever, and uh, you want to you want to get in big on Bitcoin and you want to hold, you know, 10, 15, 20 billion dollars worth of it, unless you have something available to you uh, like, a, you know, an 80 of 90 multisig where you can have a hardware wallet in every uh, major uh, office you have in cities all over the world. Uh, if, if those big custodians have the ability to do that, the value proposition of Bitcoin increases 5x uh, overnight. So that's, uh, uh, so that's one angle of how I see Bitcoin and its price uh, moving based on the utility function uh, that you know, uh, Bitcoin provides and, and the yearly investment uh, that it can start bringing in. So right now, custodial accounts, these big corporations, they're, they're not able to pull that off. Uh, they, you're saying they're probably not likely to be as comfortable as they will be in the future. Uh, I'm not going to say they're not comfortable now, but maybe they're not comfortable now holding Bitcoin because they can't do a super multi-sig like that. So that made me think a lot. So when is Schnorr going to be ready anyway? 2021 uh, or something? It'll, it'll be ready when it's ready, uh, as everything is. But like, uh, you know, Bitcoin's Bitcoin's got time. Bitcoin doesn't run out of time like we do. Uh, so when it's when it's ready, it'll be ready. And when it is ready, the, the value proposition uh, will increase. But you've also got a, a flip side of things. If you have a FOMO run, uh, you know where the where the value of Bitcoin skyrockets to around a you know hundred grand a coin, uh, all of a sudden you'll just have a lot more uh, developer interests, uh, funds available, uh, you know, to support developers working on this kind of things, and these things uh, kind of roll on. So like Lightning, uh, you know, took took three years uh, to get to the stage where it's at now, and uh, you know it'll keep improving over the next three to four years and. Uh, It'll be enough of a value proposition to to increase, you know, the, the eight or nine million dollars of liquidity we've got in the Lightning Network to to boost the appetite of people to uh, to run nodes and open channels. Now, speaking of the fiat price, you saw that it went down a little bit, and you were pumped. Oh yeah, I'm so happy. So I'm uh, I'm uh, you know we should all be praying that the price stays as as uh, as low as possible as long as possible uh, to allow for the little guy. Uh, to get in and do their do their daily stacking. He uh, does it. He really the, does uh, it. He's like, oh, I'm getting some right now. I'm getting yeah. some right now. So, uh, so yeah, the the more sats the little guy can stack, uh, the better. I gotta say, this dude is really living the Bitcoin life. Pound that like button, friend. And of course, check Hasma Cook's Twitter feed. It is linked to below. You're on all sorts of podcasts. You're all over the place. You're writing stuff. But he, I mean, seriously, you've cut your expenses. You, the extra money you have, you throw in the Bitcoin. And this is a serious dude here, man. He's I'm like, this, this dude values his wealth in Bitcoin. He's living it. All right. Now we're going to talk about the TSA. What, what happened to me in, because uh, everybody loves when I talk about the TSA. Uh, it was in Baltimore, actually. I'm getting on the plane. Well, when I go through the, uh, I don't go through the naked body scanner. I make them frisk me. So I, I, the guy is frisking me and he see, I was wearing this shirt because I'm still wearing the same shirt I was wearing when I left Baltimore. Uh, and he's like, you're, you're like a Bitcoin trader. You know about cryptocurrency? I was like, yeah, I definitely know about it. And he's like, yeah, oh, that's awesome. And, and he's, and I, I just know about the pizza thing. He's like, is it still good to buy? Is it still, you know, my friends are telling me that it's, it, maybe it's, I'm like, dude, it's still early. It's like the internet was early. And he was getting excited about it. And I was like, remember though, there's only one Bitcoin. 
your, your friends are going to tell you about all sorts of other cryptocurrencies. There's only one Bitcoin. And the dude was real. He is supposedly giving me the the TSA guys are supposed to give you a thorough frisk. You know, they they flip you on the bottom, you know, they hit you down here a little bit. And uh, he he did it so fast. He he loved it. So hey man, there's some people say to Adam, you wear a Bitcoin shirt when going through TSA. It helped today. The dude didn't even give me a real frisk. He just let me go. It was it was great. He he seemed excited about it, and he was very thankful that I was honest with him about it. You know, telling him you know don't get messed up with these other coins and everything, and that it is still early. And you need to do your own research. So that was a great experience. Now, some of you people and Andreas Antonopoulos, Andreas Antonopoulos kind of put this out there uh, because Australia does have some rules where uh, they can check your laptop and you have to give them your, you have to give them passwords to electronic devices now. And so uh, Andreas didn't come to Australia for that reason. He canceled something in Australia. Let me tell you something. I just went through customs in Australia a few hours ago. And it's the same as the I've come to Australia every year since 2015. Okay, it's the same thing as before. They don't want you bringing apples in here, basically, and oranges and and fruit. Okay, they got dogs sniffing you for food, for food, not for trezors, not for whatever. There was no difference at all. There was no difference at all in terms of there were no extra digital questions. They always ask, are you carrying over $10,000 worth of money with you? The United States asked the same exact you thing. You wouldn't even need to speak to a person. You would have scanned all your passports. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It's so, it's much better than coming to the United States. Everything's electronic. Every It's, it's, it's most, now the United States, you can do some self scans too, but still you got to talk to someone sometimes. This was very digital. Everything was uh, self scanned. So the, the only thing they, start talking to you about is about the food and dirt on your shoes and, and dirt on your shoes. They, was yeah. giving a couple. they were giving this cup. They were giving a couple. So, I mean, that's something to know though. If you are trying to be some, a person that's trying to sneak in bunches of apples and dirt on you and you've been to a farm, maybe then they'll ask you the digital question. I don't, I don't know, but they, they really do seem much more. They're not, they're not looking for your trezors dudes. Um, the people there just seem to have no clue about uh, there was no financial threats or or digital threats. Again, it's it's a big giant island continent. They don't want bugs coming here. They, there was no. So I mean, I respect Andreas for his opinion, but I I got to give the people of Australia a good word here. Uh, if you're a Bitcoin fan, yeah, you can still come here. There's there's no extra. They're not biased against Bitcoin people. Don't, uh, don't bring your pets. Though, uh, unless you bring them through the official channels, so uh, they were almost gonna put down Johnny Depp's two dogs, Pistol and Boo, because he smuggled them in. Yeah, they made him apologize on on national TV and everything. Uh, it was actually quite dystopian. If you guys can check that out, just Google uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard apology to Australia. Now, here's with this uh, the great guy Bennett says: Have Hass tell his story of his start with Bitcoin. His strong hand to stay the course kept me going. What an inspiration. Dude, that's actually a great segue. Because tell your story, then I'll, I'll tell a story. All right. I'll, I'll summarize condense, it. Yeah. I'll condense it completely. Bought the top in 2013. Doubled down at 800. Doubled, tripled down at 600. Quadrupled down at 400. Uh, quintupled down at 300. And, uh, and, uh, and then I stopped because it felt like I was throwing good money after bad. But uh, effectively, 
this was my my new passion, my new worldview, and I was ready uh, to die with the with the Bitcoin ship. Uh, so all the money that I put into Bitcoin, I deemed lost and a donation. Uh, my only regret is not buying more uh, during the doldrums. Uh, but the but the lesson is, uh, you know, there is there is uh, there can be no reward without without sacrifice and uh, and suffering. And I uh, I really think it's. Uh, quite important that that people suffer through at least uh one one bear cycle to really build uh conviction so uh top buying or not like like i'll tell you so uh with so i went in hard at the top i was a i was a major bag holder so by the time uh you know i'd i'd average down uh so so there's there's charts about you know number of days that that bitcoin has been in the green and it was like you know uh 90 of the days but i wasn't in in the green in bitcoin for about a thousand days hey, you had a strong hand you didn't right. give it up and uh, and as at april this year uh i'd been holding bitcoin for six years and i did not outperform a single fang stock so this hand is strong and now obviously because it's gone up from you know three grand to, to have, whatever it is yeah. now i've outperformed uh, the fang stocks but bitcoin is most definitely not a get rich uh, quick scheme uh and uh, not not something uh, uh you should go all in uh go all into uh too early so for example we were talking about company valuations uh, before and you know what bitcoin is worth to people uh, back then, I thought Bitcoin was worthy of you know uh, twenty to thirty billion of investment a year, and that was just my opinion of it, where I saw uh, Bitcoin's endgame. Uh, but you know, uh, the world still doesn't share my view, and the indication is that we're only probably pulling in about six billion dollars of investment a year. Uh, but soon enough, we'll probably be pulling in a uh, hundred billion investment a year. Who knows? So. Uh, the trick is hold, never sell. Consider your Bitcoin purchase a donation to the to the greatest charity in history, uh, where it's the only the second charity in history where you donate uh, 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 money to it. Uh, not only do you uh, realize a a better world, you also uh, enrich yourself. Oh yeah, what a guest! Straight out of Sydney, pound that like button, and he's talking about the lessons that he learned. There is an article that I read on the plane because I opened it up. I opened the browser before I got out on the plane. I'm trying to maximize my time on the plane. And uh, I it, this article is by Michael Hawaii, or that's, that's his name on uh, Medium. Uh, How I Discovered Bitcoin. And it's, it's a good lesson he talks about in 2012. He heard about it, and then he tried to argue against it. And in uh, 2014, he was freaked out by the low prices. All these typical stories. This is a smart guy. And he puts it all out there. So read this. It was a good article. It's People like to hear stories like this about how they got into it and how they made some mistakes in the beginning and they learned their lessons. So that that is that article that I read on the plane uh, by Michael Hawaii. It's a good one. Link to below. It is definitely a fast one. Uh, I want to say the two of us are going to be at some events coming up. Those are linked to below. Now, show this Piper thing to show how old school you are here. What, what is this Piper? All right. So, so this is a this is a relic of uh, of years gone by. So basically, what what this is this is uh, 
way back in the days, possibly even predating uh, uh, Trezor. So what this is was this little unit. Whenever I had like a, a little kid's birthday or, or, or occasion like that, uh, used to like, uh, you know, giving them, giving them a couple of sats. So I used to click this button and, uh, and print them out a, uh, a paper wallet so you know, as uh, as is with everything live, for some reason it's not yes. working. Oh, oh, there it is. She lives. So this is like basically a little uh, Raspberry Pi box, and it's still legit, man. It's it still, still works. So I'll hold it up to the camera once it's done. So this is on. It's all on like uh, heat-based special paper that you know won't won't get destroyed for years and years and years and years. So I used to give these things out. So you load up on this one, and I'd give them a couple of sats, and uh, I'd tell them once these sats are, are worth uh, uh, an amount of money that's worth putting on a trezor or something, I'll uh, I'll show you how to sweep the funds and store them. So uh, so they, they don't make this thing anymore. But it's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. It's, it's still so legitimate. This is, a, this is a collector's item. They only only supports legacy addresses but i do believe that it's an open source product uh so you can uh, if you if you feel that way inclined uh you know paper wallets aren't really uh, a thing uh, these days and and uh and i'm actually uh, quite happy they're not <laughs> much uh, far better ways to secure your coin uh, but this was a good uh, good little gimmick i just used to have a lot of paper paper wallets that i used to used to give out and uh, tell people not to lose them i think you know, since the since the beginning of 2014, I've probably given, uh, uh, regrettably, probably around about one Bitcoin out uh, out as gifts. Uh, but if but if you think about it, there were times in in uh, in 2014, especially uh, where if you're giving you know a fifty dollar gift, uh, you know for for you know a, a kid being born, you know that that would have got you you know 10 million sats or whatever it was. You know, where a hundred dollar gift would have got you an eighth of a Bitcoin. Uh, so it was very easy to, to buy uh, Bitcoin, to, to buy a Bitcoin's worth of presents uh, for people in, in 2014, 2015. Someone asked, why don't we still have this? I mean, the company, I guess they couldn't make money. Yeah. So uh, I can't remember how expensive it was, but it was expensive enough. It's a Raspberry Pi, HDMI, two USBs and Ethernet input, uh, you know, functions you know, it has a it has a, a their has website a is paper. It yeah. was piperwallet.com. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, this is the, the 2013 model. So, so he's this, old school. So this, goes, this goes back a long time. So, uh, the trick is time in the game, baby. Time in the saddle, it's the only way. All right, so Guy Benison, five dollars in the super chat. Thank you very much. Brilliant, thank you, sir. 210,000 blocks never lie. Pound that like button, dude. All right, let's see what else, what, what else we have on the uh, agenda here. There's uh, something I remember that we were, okay, we talked about the lessons and the TSA guy and the uh, custodians and the shirts that you can get to uh, link to below. Uh, you're seeing how I <laughs> has to see all the behind the scenes uh, ghetto-ness of this uh, show. This is just a bunch of ideas written down. All right, now we want to talk about that. One thing that you mentioned in the uh, car on, on the way over, uh, you you theorize there are a lot more Bitcoin lost than uh, people think. Oh yeah, and so say say you know that the increase in the number of uh, 
Bitcoin haven't moved over the last five years. If you still remember the yeah, stats. Yeah, so I still, still remember the stat, uh, stats. I, I tweeted it out yesterday. So uh, uh, about a year ago today, uh, uh, about 18 and a half uh, percent of all mined Bitcoins uh, were in UTXOs five years or older. So that was a year ago, 18 and a half. Uh, uh, right now, 21.6% uh, of uh, all mined Bitcoins are sitting in UTXOs uh, five years or greater. Uh, so I'm, uh, you know, I think there are uh, there are more lost coins uh, than than people uh, really think there are. Uh, it would be great. Uh, so I'm I'm basing this on the on the HODL wave uh, uh, data by uh, Unchained Capital, and I think it was uh, Jay Ratcliffe. Uh, so uh, it would be interesting to see if they add a bracket uh, which shows uh, UTXOs uh, uh, older than seven years. Uh, so uh, and that would really give us a good guess of uh, you know how many are lost. But at the same time, people might be on a on a five year hold simply because they're they're too scared uh, to touch their old wallet. And when things like uh, Schnorr come out, those big whales holding 10, 15, 20,000 coins in a in a single key old idle wallet, we'll be able to use the, the, the massively multiple M of N uh, tech uh, to secure their, their big heavy duty uh, savings. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to these Schnorr signatures and the massively, I can't even say it now. It's like MMORPG, massively multiple... You know, the, you know, M of N. Now, another theory you had about the uh, there are more lost coins out there. You went back to the days when Bcash was born in uh, in August to November of 2017, and you thought much more Bcash would be dumped, uh, but it, it it wasn't immediately dumped. So you theorize like there's just some people that don't have access to their Bitcoin and thus couldn't uh, yeah. dump because uh, because if you know those accounts were live. First, it was uh, would have been very worth uh, moving your stuff onto a onto a SegWit wallet, and secondly, it's free money. Uh, so, if let's say a, a million more Bitcoin or a million more Bcash uh, were dumped, uh, there'd be no Bcash now, and there'd be no BSV because Bcash would be worthless. Yeah, uh, but because uh, you know there wasn't a lot of uh, like these, like I said, so out of the 18 million mined coins, uh, 3.6 million of them are older than, than five years. So completely idle wallets been sitting idle uh, for five years. Uh, and then, ima imagine a million of those getting dumped. Like there'd be no chance like that. Even if 100,000 of them were dumped, the market wouldn't have been able to uh, to you know, handle that amount of sell pressure. Now there are some people that are just uh, they are scared to open their wallets for whatever reason, and there's some just long-term holders that never want to touch it. But it it is an interesting theory, and for the once this new technology is out there, the point you made in the car also is once the new multi-sig technology is out there, some people will be tempted to move it if they've got it in some old-school address that. They'll think, well, it's safer at a multi-sig thing. So that, that will be, and that's why more custodians and more big organizations are going to get into it. That's, that's, uh, that's exactly how I see it. So, for example, there's a cool website, Bitcoin Rich List. It shows you, like, the, the heaviest uh, duty uh, accounts. The top 10 are pretty much all exchange accounts that, you know, carrying uh, 100,000 or more coins. But you see just a lot of batches of, like, 10,000 coins, 10,000 coins, 10,000 coins in, like, a single key legacy uh, accounts 
why would you stash 10,000 coins on a single key legacy Let's account? See. Like that's not safe at all, what? unless you've lost the keys. Well, it's, I mean, it's not, it's safe, but it's, I mean, that's a lot of eggs in one basket. Okay, okay, but th that's, a like, I couldn't putting, that's a better way of putting like, it. Like I couldn't have even, even dream of a thousand coins, let alone 10,000. So why would you put 10,000 in a, in a single seek legacy? Like I'm a, like I'm a, I'm a nobody and I've got three or five. Yeah. So, so, so some of those people will, uh, will get, uh, will update, will upgrade to these more complex ones brought on by the yeah, more not, not just that. Like, if you want any chance of, of mixing uh, these coins, you've got to you've got to upgrade to a to a Beck thirty two uh, address. This is a good point like he's making there. All that kind of there, stuff. he's so, making a good. This, yeah, he knows more about this mix. So, if, stuff so if these things aren't moving, aren't getting mixed, I'm quite happy to say these things are lost, because no one uh, in their right mind should be sitting on ten thousand coins in a single key legacy account and uh, if you if you visit bitcoin rich list you'll see several uh, uh, several such accounts i will say uh we've got another dude from australia the fundy is over in perth and he leaves a, a comment the scare to open wallet thing comes from people having a super secure setup when they created completely offline computer and printer for using dice no point risking on internet connection when you have it in a bomb-proof safe. All right, <laughs> that 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 is uh, that completely offline thing is that is super duper. Yeah, if you know what you're doing. Not not just that. Uh, this stuff wasn't possible in 2011, and these accounts are older than 2011. So uh, I'd say these are lost. Uh, we will eventually we'll see if they never ever moved yeah because 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 that's the thing like uh, i don't think there was uh, uh, ways to introduce dice roll ent entropy and uh, air gapping and all of that kind of stuff like i don't think that was doable unless you were like ultra 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 hardcore and there's just too many accounts with like a flat ten thousand or a flat five thousand or a flat you know just a just a round number they just haven't moved in, in seven eight years he, he agrees with the mixer yeah. point, though. It, it, that, the mixer point was a great point. If you want to get into this mixer stuff, you're going to have to do uh, – you can't just have it all at one address. Type so of so I, can, I can agree that there's some set and forget uh, hodlers that have, you know, have been on a, have been on a, on a five-year hold. And uh, you can see in the stats, which could be a leading indicator for some of you traders next time, uh, when the price bubble spiked – uh, the amount of in only like a four month period, the amount of UTXOs, the amount of Bitcoin held in UTXOs larger than five years dropped from like 17 and a half percent down to like 16 percent. So there was a lot of old holders giving down. But since that time, uh, the, the low point of, you know, 16 and a half percent, it's climbed back up now to 21.6 percent. So uh We'll we'll see we'll see what happens in the in the next uh, bull, but I'm I'm quite confident that there are a lot of Bitcoin uh, lost simply for the you know the recklessness of, of storing uh, such an amount in a in a single key uh, legacy wallet, which has now actually uh, attracted a lot of attention. So a lot of these Bitcoin rich list wallets, you'll go to them, and it will say <clears throat> uh, last out, yep, if any. 
like 2011 or 2012, and you'll see last in this morning. And then you click on the address and you'll see like big, big amounts going into the account early on. And then millions of like one Satoshi spam transactions to that account. So people are watching this account and waiting for it to move. Uh, so yeah, they're either lost or you've already mixed them. And if you've already mixed them, the UTXOs aren't five years old. All right, dudes. It's the jet lag show, which means I'm going to have to get my sleep very soon. But we'll be back tomorrow with a uh, new show, of course, because there'll be a new show every day. Uh, and we'll have this week at Bitcoin. You'll see Hass some more. He'll probably be, he'll be on some more of my shows. Thank you very much for being on the show today, man. Thanks, Thanks for uh, yeah, picking yeah. me up. I hope everybody enjoyed this special The One Bitcoin Show. Remember, pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Click on those squares that you see if you're watching this tape. I'm Adam Meister of Bitcoin. Oh, wait. Guy Bennett says five, spent $5. He wants to say something. So what do you think the total Bitcoin exists at this point to the closest million? 16 million. Oh, not 15, 15 and a half. That, that's about. accessible. Because there will be some old five-year holders. I'd say all the Satoshi's keys are gone, uh, plus another plus another million and a half or so. Okay. So let's call it 15, 15, five. So it's not really 18, it's 15, five is what he says. There's some that say less. There's some people that have said less than that. I've heard smaller numbers. All right, dudes, I am out of here. Thanks, everybody. We got Australians in the house here. It is the day. It's weird, man. I'm, I'm getting used to things that, that it's the day when it should be the night. Who knows? I'm driving on the wrong side of the road. He's driving on the wrong side of the road. See ya. All right. That was good.